I'll give I you. Just, there's nothing, I have like nothing here. Just like screams to me like I need to write a review. It's just all just like top of the head stuff. So that's usually called hair. <laughs> Hello, everybody. Welcome to the midnight version of the Restart Zone podcast. I'm a very tired Nexus Combat, and I am here with Arrow Racing Design. Hello. Jesse Jordan. Said it wrong again. I don't care. And uh, Bobber Yeti. Yippee. I'm a bit, I'm very also, he said midnight. It's 9.50. Shut up, bro. It is far from midnight. It is it is midnight in my mind. I I am tired. I want to cut bed. So it's, so um. But yeah, welcome back to TRZ, everybody. Um. So on this episode, um, unfortunately, there's not a lot of news, but there's a lot of racing to go up. So um. But we're gonna start off the see the thing with a. The thing that we started off with last week, does Landon have a ride? The correct answer to that is no. Anyways, um, F1 testing. Uh, F1 is back. I am a very happy person because I am a very happy, excited person for this season. And all my excitement got sucked out of my everything from the first lap of F1 testing. Yeah, that's like Red Bull's just on another level. Because that car sounds like a freaking like jet engine, like it's insane. It's insane, yeah. Like, it's who, who even has the slowest team? Whatever, whatever has reliability issues. Um, the Red Bull, apparently, because I ooh. think Checo broke down yesterday at some point. Ooh. But when it actually is running, they're the fastest car. Because even so Chad thinks signs. Science Early 2000s past. McLaren. That's what we're doing right now. But Signs, I think, was fastest today, but he was the only driver to run on the softer compound. So, No, he's just him. You know. yep. He's just that guy. Carlos Signs was seven tenths faster than uh, Sergio Perez. And also, yeah, Sergio was in the car today, not Max. So we don't know truly how fast that car is. Um, But... Yeah, no. It, it just seems like Red Bull's on a different level. They were a second faster than McLaren last week or yesterday. They were about even whenever Treco was in the car, they were still about four tenths up on Mercedes. It's 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 not looking it's good. It's not looking good. It's not looking good at all. But um Yeah, it's F one's already finished. Also, to answer your question, Bob, I actually think it's kind of a dumb question. Who is the worst team? It's Haas. Well, I mean, I just wanted to know because testing, obviously, I didn't know. I didn't really see the results. I just kind of like skimmed by them. Doesn't kind of doesn't really matter, but eh, kind of does. Even everyone at Haas expects them to be the slowest. The the team principal came in and just said, basically, what Steiner was going to say: "This team sucks." Like, uh, just, just. Sell to Andretti or something. Yeah, sell do something. With Herta. Yeah, I don't know, man. It's just I feel like they could be something if Gene decided to, you know, invest in his actual products rather than just be like No, he's too busy yep. selling 
weapons to wars. Okay. That's the most insane story I think I've ever heard in my life, is that that happened. Yeah. I didn't know about you, that. Thank you, Gene Haas. Yeah, yeah. Gene Haas is... There's a, there's a reason Gene that Haas is the NASA G- team falling off a cliff as well. Gene Haas is a genuine felon. This reminds me of a lot a of other... Reminds me of a lot of other owners. Yeah, I forgot, but like, well, he, he wasn't allowed. He's not allowed out of the country, right? Uh, yeah, not yeah. allowed out of the country. Which is insane to me. That he Wait, he's not um, allowed out of the country? Is he he's stuck a, in America? He's yeah. a convicted felon. For well, like, no, that, that's, that's reasons or that's, something. That's the weird thing, is that he's been to like Austria before, in like Australia. So I think it's just certain countries he's not allowed in. Interesting. Probably, Probably all the European and Asians. Yeah. As, as I say, he was in Australia, Austrian, Austria. Uh, Europe is... Uh, Bob, just... Shut up, Nexus. Bob doesn't know geography. I know geography. I know Austria is right next to Germany. I know, I know where geography. the things are. I know all of my shapes. Oh, God. <laughs> geometry. Right. I'm getting off this topic right now. Anyway. Yep. Um... Max, so yeah, Max just seems on another level. Haas seems at the bottom of the pack. Everyone else is kind of steak, vying for. Steak looked good. I like. I I thought steak looked steak pretty solid. Steak looks good. Ricardo looks amazing. Yeah, I was gonna say apparently the the Alphatari is or the that car is very like well, it, almost on the it level just, as the top four from last year. The, well, is all it, right. isn't yeah. it just Red Bull's last year car though? Pretty much. Or like twenty. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't be. So, um, I mean, it's literally called the Racing Bulls. It's pretty much the same team. Yeah. Um, Aston seems to have taken a little bit of a step back. Ferrari doesn't seem great. From Charles, no, Ferrari seems really like consistent. Yeah, they seem they consistent, can... but they're not like out of the blocks fast. Charles seems kind of a little bit off. Aston's just there. Alpine's once again there. Sauber actually seems a little bit competitive. Um. Williams is kind of in the middle of the pack. It doesn't help that they've had really two bad days of testing. Because yesterday, Logan spun, saved it because he, he bombed out. And then the electronics packed up on Albon and he had to not do testing for the rest of the day. So Logan went out and ran 117 laps and got 11th. But improvement's improvement. Um... McLaren, I mean, I mean, McLaren yeah. seems kind of disappointing. I don't want to say disappointing because Lando seems fast, but Oscar's just kind of there. It seems what fast. I, what I read, it seems pretty, like the top then four or the top four from last year are probably going to be the top four this year. Yeah, maybe the addition of racing bulls. Yeah, but that's so weird to me that the team that DeBailey had the worst car at the beginning of the season last year is the team that could make the jump up from the midfield. Mm-hmm. Also, uh, they might have the best livery on the grid after seeing it on track. I need it to looks look so at the good. Who does? Who? Racing Bulls. I said, I, I said Visa Cash oh. App Red Bull is the best team. I mean, Racing Bulls. <laughs> I think I had asked it as my favorite livery, but on track, the Racing Bull looks really good. Let's see. Daniel... Because I, I like three. Oh my god, that does look amazing. Yeah, the silver, the it, it's just the part blue is. It's like a, it's, it looks it's like, like a '90s, early 2000s car. Kind of reminds me of that. Yeah. If, if it just it, that's the thing. This team wouldn't be bad. Like it would be a good, good team. It has nice livery sponsorship. It's 
It'd just be Toro Rosso. If it was not just RB. Yeah. That's the problem. That's my problem. But, I don't know. But no, Carlos, Carlos seems, seems fast. Mercedes has, like, Russell's mm-hmm. came out and said that that car is a lot better than it was last year. Um, that was Alonzo. I didn't really see what he did in testing. Not but. really there. Finished was 12th on time sheets in day two. And then um, he was eighth in day one behind Lance in both of them. Oof. But, um, no. The only guys that, like, really stood out to me in testing are, of course, Max, Lando, and Ricardo. And I guess the Alpine. The Alpine seems like it can be fast on its day, but uh, that's what I think of that Alpine always. And they always... That's, that's just Alpine for Alpine the last, like, five never, years. The Alpine's never going to improve. They're just going to stay exactly where they are and just just have their days every once in a while. If they yeah. don't, if they don't fucking pick a dang team principal, my god, they switched it like five times. They were perfectly fine with Cyril. I don't know why they removed him, but we lost our we lost our. Usually, what happens when you lose a struggle Who, battle? Who's the guy from Star Wars, like the little flying guy that gave Luke the um or Anakin the pod racer? I can't remember I, his name. Don't know the Wookie. No, I'm just kidding. I no, have no not idea. the Wookie. <laughs> I don't know, but um, no, like that. Like we all, they need to pick a Dane team principal because this is getting ridiculous. Because they had Otmar, and I thought Otmar was going to stay there for a while, and he was gone within two seasons. Yeah, the BWT with stayed with Alpine when Otmar left because they followed him from Aston to BW to uh, Alpine. Did they? Was that like what happened? Yeah. Oh. Doesn't yeah. matter. I don't think it matters anymore because Mike Crack is the best team principal in the garage area. So I mean, Mike Crack, not James Dow's, unfortunately, but okay. Mike Crack, yeah. I mean, he took a, a sinking Aston Martin and brought it to podiums within a year. He's James, my goat. James Dow's uh, is taking a. Seb. James I'm sure Dows, it was all on Seb. That's a good point. James Dow's is taking a back of the pack Williams and put a P7 in the constructors last year. It's true. But, yeah. what but doesn't, doesn't Williams have more funding now? Yes, because mm-hmm. Dorothy Capital or something's like, yeah, because yeah. they don't they don't need that Latifi money no more. And obviously they've been, they've... No, they've been there for a while. And mm-hmm. apparently, their new sponsor, come on, yeah, apparently it's the biggest partner they've ever had. Oh, or at least since the nineties. I just probably yeah. ever because wasn't Williams just kind of like their Williams? The thing I read sounded like it was their biggest like. Financial partner ever, so uh, I mean I could be wrong, but it's good for them if it is if it's right. Uh, I, I'm so excited for this season for uh, for Williams. That's why I'm excited for. I don't really care about it, but it's pretty much Max wins nineteenth or twentieth or nineteenth uh, or twentieth. Yeah, that's that's like where Williams is going to be, guys. That, no, that's, no, that's where uh, Haas is, is going to be. Sorry, Aaron. Yeah, I, I, um, I don't even care about Nico. I just if Haas scores a point this year, it will be a, it will be a miracle. If Kevin ever leaves Haas, Haas means nothing to me. It's Kevin Magnussen is the only reason that I care for that team. Kevin is Haas, is what he you're is saying. Haas to me. Well, technically Steiner was Haas, but he's gone, so there's nothing left to really appreciate. Hostess. Yeah. Why? Why did like Kamatsu become like the best freaking like team principal? Team principal. 
Rude. I mean, he definitely seems a lot more vocal <laughs> saying that they were going to be complete garbage, but, you know. I don't, I don't think know, Steiner ever... Him. I don't think Steiner like... ever just said that they were garbage. I think he just had optimism all the time, but this guy this, this guy just goes, this sucker is going to be awful way before testing even began, so... I, so, I will say this. There is a very funny thing. The uh, Haas driver suits are, like, complete rip-offs of the, uh, or the Porsche suits. And that is hilarious to me. What do they look like? Hang on. Um, oh, actually, when you're done that, I just thought of another thing that I saw regarding F1. Um, apparently, I think it's Audi or Audi's entry into Formula One is like in very much in doubt right now because the CEO who pushed for it all was kicked out. Damn it. What I said. R.I.P. South. This is why we need Andretti Cadillac. Yeah, we need Andretti to go and try and buy that team again. True. They almost bought this team in 2021. But, yeah. Naturally, that's kind of weird. I saw something, like Tama post something. But I don't think they would do that, because they've already put so much money into it that they're kind of stuck with it. I mean, they can just buy the team. It, It would... They would then probably, I mean, like, they could put all of their stuff to use. They could probably sell, I don't know, a bunch of other stuff from the, you know, Sauber team, continue with their Andretti program, just essentially buy the entry from them. Yeah. No, it's like, but, like, in my opinion, that's just kind of dumb because, like, you're going to be, re- like, in my, I don't like Audi. Just being brutally honest, I don't really care for their cars. But F1, with how big it's expanding, it'd be wrong and dumb to back out of an entry to probably what is the fastest growing motorsport in the world right now. So it, it seemed like, besides the CEO or whoever was pushing for it, Audi as a company wasn't all that interested because of their. Because if they joined F1, they would have to, you know shut down all of their other racing programs, like your sports car programs. Um, they're, I think they have a rally program. They like All of that would have to be shut down. Hmm. Which I don't know if... I, I mean, I, well, I know I don't like that. But <laughs> I don't but know. Yeah. yeah. No, I, I mean, tell. We, it, no one knows what's going on with the damn team entries at this point. Everything changes every five seconds. No, not at all. So, but speaking of teams that we don't know what's happening with, let's go oh, to wait, wait. Erebus. Erebus. Good oh. transition, Arrow. Good transition. Good transition. Yeah. Thank you. Good transition. Stealing my oh, job, great. but all right. So, this team is just the worst thing I've ever seen in my life. Like, like I don't just that. That's... They're, they're, you know, they had their championship trophy in the back of their garage, like all proudly displayed. But, like, honestly, that's almost, that's almost an embarrassing sign to say, "Hey, this is what we were last year, and now look how far we've fallen oh, since yeah. that three months ago." It's insane. I said this on the. Sorry. <laughs> I'm not gonna say. And I looked up their new sponsor. I forget exactly what it was called. TFH. But, yeah, they make. Chain link fences and porta potties. This is. Oh my the... god. We lost yeah, Coca Cola. 
for a porta potty company. That's awful. It's so funny. You're like, just I don't. It's just sad. They lost Coca Cola yeah. for Pepsi. What a what a great swap! What a fantastic swap! Um, but I mean, even in practice today, Jack Brock out immediately. I think with an engine issue, like literally two minutes in. But 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 Todd Hazelwood was top ten. Yeah, Hazelwood looked looked pretty fast, which is oh, nice. Oh, also, also let's uh, let's talk about the leaking oil in their garage. Oh, I never did. Fin- but yeah, so apparently. Uh, Airbus was leaking oil out of their oil canisters into the Red Bull garage or oh, the Triple Eight garage. Yeah. Sabotage. Yeah. Oh, it's no. uh, it's hilarious. Uh, they, another, they, they they have fallen so far from grace. Speaking another, of Australia, another, we have uh, there's what? about to be an Aussie. Oh wait, never mind. What is this? Anyways, what? Oh, it's super huge qualifying. Never mind. Oh, what's going on right now? What's this guy yapping about? That's Sorry, it. I've got the stream up. Why? Focus. No, Anyways. we're talking about Australian super things. We are talking about Australian super things, but that's why we're going to keep it on the topic that we were on instead of the topic. Anyways. Oh. Anyway, Anyways. next is you can go. Um. So, yeah, I don't think... Oh, wait a minute. So... Oh. We were talking earlier, um, before we joined, because we're recording this right after practice one, I think. If, yes. Um, so, um, we were confused, because Bick is not on the 99 car. We were like, but, like, it's on, like, the TV panels and, like, the front of the car. Mm-hmm. Well, apparently that's just, they're just not sponsoring Hazelwood. Oh. That much. On the release picture, it's a picture of, well, of course, Will Brown and Todd Hazelwood. Not Will Brown. Jack Rock and Todd Hazelwood. Huh. And as, like, the Bic logo is right beside of the 9, and, like, on the side, proudly, like, posed. And then on the 9-9, there's just blank. Oh, that's weird. Yeah, it's very weird. So, he's just sponsored by Porta Potties. Yep. Huh. Oh. That's hilarious. Todd, that's Todd, hilarious, honestly. And also, it is probably the most basic, like, NASCAR Heat 5 paint scheme I think I've ever it's seen so in my life. Boring. It's so boring. And there's so nothing on the hood boring. for each either car. Yeah. Yeah. It's, just... yeah, it's just... it's And, like, I'm just saying, for a company that has a lightning bolt, essentially, at their logo, you have the perfectity to do probably the best Australian supercars delivery ever, if you were to do it. And just make it a lightning queen, lightning queen card. Get as close as you can. Not do that. Majority white. Like, Black and with hints of yellow and bland design. It's just... It's it's, it's their testing livery, but colorful. And colorful is a bit of a stretch there, but it's more colorful than what they were running. That's true. Yeah. And even then, I think I prefer the testing livery. I think I do too as well. But... Um, yeah, uh, no, that team's just sad right now. Went from, went from a champion and with champion with Coke and to a mid pack with porta potties. And no one knows what Kostecki's doing now. Like that poor guy's just sitting around, probably. Yeah, he's just there. Like, apparently, he still could run some of his races for RCR because his sponsor, Mobilex Boost Mobile, whatever, is very angry at Erebus. Has been like telling Erebus that they need to release him from his contract. 
so he can go run whatever he wants. Yeah. Uh, maybe that'll happen. May potentially. I like how they already updated their website. So oh, Erebus. Like, Erebus, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I, I, I hope they do well for Todd Hazelwood and Jack LeBrock, but just not, I'm not expecting anything. I mean, I think they'll get a win. But Maybe? That's putting it stretching. I think, stretching it. I think this season, I mean, at least judging by practice, this is Brock Feeney's championship to lose. I think he's the favorite by Brock far. Brock Feeney was flying. And uh, then he was followed by Nick Perkat. I don't even know what to think about that's, that. That's, Go Nick Perkat. that's a hilarious thing that happened. Nick Perkat is a goat. I love Nick Perkat. And Cam Otters uh, was nowhere. Yeah. Neither was and, Thomas. And neither was Chaz. No no one really like everyone else is expecting to win the championship is anywhere except for Brock Feeney. Yeah, the the, the doesn't are... look great at all. Yeah. But, we'll see we'll see how it goes. I mean, granted, we are one practice into the season. Yeah. Yeah. But no, I don't know. We'll have to see. We'll have yeah. to see. We just need Jack Smith back. That's all we need. I agree. I miss Jack Smith. I can't believe yeah. you're retired. He's 24. That's insane. It's like, uh, I, I, yeah, it's just weird. Is he doing anything, or is he just retired from racing? I think he's just retired. Wow, that's crazy. Oh, oh that's wait, no, no, hang on. He's going to become an endurance guy for uh, the next couple of years. Okay, that's cool. At least he's doing something. Yeah. The Jack right. Smith Saturdays can return. Yeah. Let's go. Cool. Um, anyways, all right. I'm sorry. I'm just going off script. We need to improve this energy. And how about we improve the energy with Callum Eilat, uh back at IndyCar for McLaren Let's. at testing? Let's that go. Cool. I mean, I'm, I'm really happy for Eilat. I mean, he, I don't think he deserved to get just shuffled out of a seat in IndyCar at all. Uh, I hope he does well. I assume he's starting St. Pete for McLaren. So I hope he does really Probably. well. Probably. I hope. Um, I'm, I'm excited. I've all, I always feel like Callum is like one of the most underappreciated drivers in motorsport, and I have felt that for a while, ever since really, um, 2020. Whenever he was in my, in my, my opinion, he's F2 driver, but then you know, unfortunately, um, engines, engines. And Schumacher being Schumacher, uh, unfortunately derailed that. But I still think Callum is an a, amazing driver. I think he is a super talented. Guy. I think he can possibly, given the right opportunity, win Indy, win races, maybe a championship in IndyCar. But I, mean, I don't know if he'd ever be like, like to win for McLaren, he'd have to beat Pato, and I don't think anyone's going to beat Pato with that team. Yeah, that's true. I but, think he's like, kind of like the Norris of McLaren's IndyCar program. And David Malouf so annoying. Be the Piastri. <laughs> yeah. So really so, annoying and just kind of there. There's the rest of the, 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 There we go. The viewers are gone. We, we, this, yep, yep. we have set a record. This is the longest we've had viewers. Yes. <laughs> All one of you. Let's Thank you. Oh, because Jesse stopped talking for a while. Die. That is 100% oh, wow. correct. This is 100% correct.
But um, I'm leaving. Mm. No, bye. <laughs> All right, it's okay. We'll get someone else to replace you. <laughs> oh my! Uh, he actually left. Okay, he's back. I returned. I hope um, it keeps recording. Um, <laughs> you leave. It just messes up everything. That'd I be hilarious. I hope it does. I hope it does. We're gonna we're gonna like be silent, and I'm gonna be like Jesse. I'm gonna text you. I'm gonna Jesse. Stop recording, you idiot. Anyways. But, but yeah. I'm still sad from Lucas. Like, he... Uh, this was like... He finally got his seat and then decides, I'm gonna ride a bike. And crashes and... Drivers need to stop riding bikes. This is this is the moral of the story. Yeah. IndyCar drivers, specifically. And F1, F1 drivers. And F1 drivers. Oh. Yeah. I don't know. I'm, I'm excited to see what Iowa can do. That oddly enough, thinking... drive the number 18. Or Drew used to drive the number 18. Or especially with the number 18. There we go. <laughs> sure. Um, and I also, considering Thermal Club's two weeks after St. Pete, we're probably going to see Eilat in for that as well, because it's a non-points event. Why put Malukas in and risk... You know, why risk putting him in back in the car too early? Why does Thermal Club exist? It's going to be such me. a funny race. It's a perfect testing track. It hurts me on a personal level. But I um, didn't take another race away from a track, but I don't know. I don't like Thermal it. Club. Go to Road Atlanta or something. Go to go to, to Charlotte. Well, I say they probably want to race in the California area, so, but so we have Laguna Seca. Willow track. Springs. Willow Springs. Yes, yes, please. Worst racetrack ever. No, no. Bob is l stupid. As as a person who driven this track in GT7, worst track ever. Well, yes, as person GT7 who GT7 is a good track, game. GT7 is a, a real life simulator. It's like iRacing, but better. Yep, definitely. Okay, buddy. But but yeah, no, I feel heartbroken for Malukas. It's like he finally gets that shot. He's doing. He was really like seeming to blend in with that team very well, and then just. Bang. Yeah. So, Just unfortunate. If but... it wasn't for if it wasn't for the season already starting, I would have I would be pushing my uh, Larson to McLaren narrative, but unfortunately, I don't <laughs> think I could do that anymore because of uh you know NASCAR starting. So yeah. But um, anyways, um, now on to a little bit of a different um. Well, the uh, same thing we did last week. Bob, you well, better have your notes ready. You better have your notes ready. Come on, Bob. Welcome uh, back. I have We're nothing. I have nothing it's written. Only, it's the only thing I'm prepped All right. for. All right. Welcome back to a minute with Bob Rigay. I'm ready to story. All right. So the timer starts in three, two, one. Start. All right. This is my case for why Stingray Rob is the best indie car driver in the field. Right. So basically, his name is the best in the field. Uh, he drives the best of machinery, AJ Foyt, uh, which is the best and most recognizable name in the sport. And, uh, that's, yeah, that's really about it. He's just the best driver ever. And he's a man of God. And as, as a person who's clearly a man of God myself, you know, I just truly love when drivers speak about Jesus because I love Jesus. And, uh... I got nothing else. I really got is I don't prep things for this minute. I don't do anything. I just speak seconds. off the top of my head and I just 
I keep going and I keep rambling on and it's just, I don't know what to do for the next like 35 seconds because I just haven't written anything and it's just the worst experience ever. Oh, actually, I did buy a Subway sandwich today and uh, I ate I'm, it. I'm sorry, you're <laughs> out of time. Nope, that's it. <laughs> Right. The one time, whenever we actually get something, when we get something of substance out of him, he runs out of time. Dang. I bought anyway, a sandwich. Bought, you can talk about that next week. Anyways, so. Now we gotta give the other guy a. No, yeah, my a turn. My turn. It's very, it's very, uh, it's very, you know. Uh, it's not a good segment. It's not a great segment. Uh, Riley Herbst, we should give you 98 minutes. Yes. No, we should I, not. I am the entire podcast. No, 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 that, no that, Jesse starts his own podcast. It's called the Herbst Hour, and it's 90. Or... <laughs> Shut up, bro. Yeah. Anyways. No, anyways, we should give him point have... 98. No, point ninety-eight of us. I hate you. Anyways. Anyways. So I have two very small notes written down for how did Herbst do. So for Cup. We have Rick Ware Shitbox P24. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> Xfinity. Um, fuck NASCAR P6. He's the new Dale Senior. <laughs> That's it. That's a hot yep. take and a half. All I've it, got. It, it is. It is 100 correct though. I say. I say that while I've got a Dale Senior shirt on. So, anyways, yeah. I got a Dale Junior shirt on. Hey. I've got a NASCAR. I've got a NASCAR hoodie on. Nice hey. to be wearing. Um, I'm naked. <laughs> I don't have any pants on. <laughs> Nike, I'm wearing Nike. Uh, I'm actually here kicked. I'm anything. actually here kicked in my own sweat. I actually took my pants off just to film this episode. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> cuts the nexus with Cam. <laughs> That'd be oh. hilarious. I have. Yeah. That'd be I'm funny not. if we started doing face. Ca- nah, hell no. Nope, we don't need to do that. Nope, nope. No right, you right. Jesse. You right, huh? Oh, oh yeah, you right. I thought you said me. Oh, what the hell? I heard. Oh, something happened. I have no. No, oh, you heard right the first time, but I'm just gonna not say that. Borg, <laughs> bro. Who is this Borg guy? <laughs> I, I I have no words for. Anyway. Aaron, look at the leaderboard. Borg. Borg. <laughs> Speaking Borg. of Borg, Daytona 500, everyone. <laughs> yeah. yeah, great transition again, Arrow. Good job. Yep. Um, in my opinion, one of the best 500s in terms of racing action. In terms of one of the worst finishes. And one of the worst finishes. And I'm just saying right now, NASCAR needs to get their stuff fixed with this because the it happened with I think all three races this weekend. Four, or just four yeah. True. Where just the right ra- the races have been amazing. Like that truck race was okay. Here's the thing with that truck race: truck Every- everyone was like, "Oh my god, it was the worst freaking race I've ever seen." I liked it. I don't remember that race being so much under caution. That's yeah, the thing. Over half the race was under caution. Yeah, that's the thing. I don't remember it like that. I remember like good racing, but then apparently half the race was under caution. I'm like, what? That's not right. Well, they didn't get any racing. But, um, anyways, so I think, like, yeah, um, the racing's great. The 500 was amazing. The Xfinity race was pretty good. The truck race was... A total cinematic disaster. I, I guess. I don't remember it like that, but apparently, according to everyone else, it is. 
But like, then you get these boring, terrible finishes, and it's just like, what are we doing here? Like the freaking day, the five hundred is like the biggest race of the season. It gets ruined because of a big crash, and then a bunch of idiots on the final lap. And it's like the same thing happened with trucks with, um. Raja uh, Karuth. Raja Karuth. I'm sorry, Raja, but what were you doing? Did you guys see what Bubba said on Dorbom McLaren? Um, yeah, that was pretty funny. It was I haven't so seen funny. I, I just saw a clip of it, and, you know, essentially, Raja was just saying, oh, Corey LaJoy was bumping me and turned me into it. No, no, I meant Corey Heim. And then it just kept, like, saying, like, um, stuff that, like, you know, that he wasn't at fault. Bubba kept telling him, you know, like, what are you talking about? And eventually Roger said, okay, I messed up. <laughs> and He got uh, him to confess. No, yeah. the funniest the funniest interaction from the weekend was, uh, or from a reaction to the truck race, was the NASCAR Twitter space where, uh, where <laughs> Bubba asked, battle. he asked Todd, he asked Todd if he, uh, if he had any more trucks open. And Todd was like, I don't know, you know better than me. I think we got five of them. We got five of them, you know, the one that flipped, and Bob said, yeah, Roger wrecked all five of them. It was great. True. Yeah, that, that was great. I love Bubba Wallace. Roger is such a good personality. Roger, Roger catching strays. I really want to see Roger do good this season. Like, really want to see him do good this season, but he's got to not do that again. Yeah, that was uh, dumb. That was put really the, dumb. Put, put the Ryan Priest clip. Don't anyway, do we, that. We <laughs> we, we had a first, Let me play we had the our, clip. <laughs> we we had a first uh a brother on brother flip on flip action though with Taylor Gray landing on top of his brother I, Tanner. I, Taylor Gray second his brother caught him. He, he he caught him. Second career flip. First was at Martinsville of all places in their fight model race. Taylor That's Gray is gonna have. You know what's funny? He's not even nineteen years old yet. He flipped, flipped over cars. twice. He has more flips in his career than Jimmy Johnson, and he's not even nineteen. What a guy! This what a guy. He's good. Just what he's a guy. He's, he's, he's gonna win. So I thought him and fucking uh, uh, oh, who is he pushing again? Why did my brain just draw a blank on who Sanchez? Him and Sanchez were just pushing each other and just all like I was like, oh my god, these two are gonna just destroy the field with their pushing and with the way they're pushing each other. And then Taylor got destroyed, and I was like. My one too, though. I was I so was, sad. There was one group of, there was one duo during that cup race that every time they got together, I was shocked that they didn't wreck the field. And it was the Team Pesky duo, and it wasn't Lagana. I don't think I have ever been that terrified of two drivers in my life than I was of Austin Sendrick and Ryan Blaney during the 500. That was terrifying. Like every time they were together, one of them nearly wrecked each other, and I was like, "What are we doing?" Like, the, and those are like two of like the better plate racers, and like they were nearly wrecking each other every five seconds. So it happens when you get two really aggressive drivers pushing and shoving each other, and one's trying to push himself to go faster after he gets a big push, and you've got one who's pushing really aggressively to push that guy ahead of the whole pack. That's just kind of what happens. I, it's what Bowman I, did to Byron. Yeah. No, that that wreck was, like, actually insane. Like, because I... Ross threw that block, and I was like, oh my god, he's gonna turn him. 
And then, surprisingly, Brad didn't turn him. I was like, okay, what? That's weird. All right. And then, like, no joke, a second later, Byron gets turned into Brad. Brad gets turned into Joey, and there goes the entire field in one fell swoop. It was like, I think they said it was like 17 cars, I think it was. Which isn't, that's like half the, that's basically half the field. Almost. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, that's wild. It is. At that point, it probably was half the field. Yep. Yeah, I think it it was. It was insane, to say the least. And like, where I was like sitting there, I was watching it. I was like, all right, all right, all right, all right. There they go. It was like so out of nowhere because like Brad got cut, but like as soon as Brad like got let off, I was like, okay, they're fine. And then I just see Byron get hooked, and I'm like, oh, there they go. I mean, I was surprised they didn't crash like, you know, 10 laps earlier. They were pushing and hitting each other for like 10, 15 laps. It was was honestly like one of the best races I've ever seen in terms of that. Like, it was insane. It was like side by side, three wide, five, ten rows, like seven rows deep. It was awesome. And then it kind of got ruined with the fact that you know, Byron decided that to kill, Byron decided to kill a per- person. But uh-huh. we had a uh, but we had a flip, an ear flip, a big one, and nothing. And a, yeah, an Xfinity race, which is nothing. Xfinity race, which had the most boring finish I think I've ever seen in a race. Because it wasn't under caution. That race ended under green. It was the only one I think this of this weekend that did. But Arca finished under green. Did Arca finish under green? Yep. Why? They that, just had uh, a crash at the last lap, I think. Yeah, but they no. I shot they didn't. They, throw didn't, the they didn't throw a well, it was at the, the trioval, so they didn't throw a, well, a yeah, yellow. They've thrown cautions at worse places, Bob. No, but they was—they were going. They were literally getting to the checkered flag. I'm pretty sure. No, I guess not the final lap, like you know, the cup race was. Yeah, I guess that's right. Which but, I don't understand why Cup threw the caution because that was not gonna. Um, and uh, was kind of coming. I think he came up into the field and hit someone. He hit Reagan. Cindric? Yeah, he yeah. hit David Reagan. Oh, okay. Yeah, the that's why David Reagan was. Yeah. It was. But, I I think they could have gotten off by the time they came back around. But yeah, the caution would have should have came out. I think. But then, I don't have a problem with when NASCAR threw the caution because they threw it immediately. People would think, oh, NASCAR's just trying to manufacture a finish. But if they, you know, didn't throw the caution, and yeah, like yeah, they were just in a lose lose situation. The the problem was the lack of replays because like NASCAR had to go from I think their blimp cam to actually get like a good finish. Yes, yep. Mike Joy was boasting. It was like, oh by the way, this was the Fox blimp cam. And like, then why didn't you throw it on the broadcast? Yep. Yeah, I have no idea. Yeah, yeah, was, Fox, uh, it's just bad. Like it was. Fox, there were so many replays that showed it was like, oh Bowman could be ahead. Oh Byron could be ahead. And then we finally got that one shot when NASCAR took where it says. This is the finish, and it was quite obvious after we've seen and that shot who no won. One, but it's like no one clarified the rules on when, yeah, White actually meant that it was a caution. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, so, the lights have always meant it's a caution. It's just nobody, you know, nobody explained it. 
the way that NASCAR made it seem is that they went back to the last scoring loop when in reality the caution lights did come on and, you know, came on, mm-hmm. you know, while Byron was ahead. Yeah. It just, it's just NASCAR's wording on their rules now is just it's... not very good. Everything needs to be explained a little bit better. If they, imagine if they released anything. Yeah, Fox just has a lack of just explaining oh, things. Or just when... going... Clint Boyer hates when Kevin Harvick tries to explain something. He says, oh, that's too complicated for me. Just say it. It's something simple. Like, don't get technical yeah. with Fox. They yeah, don't like Fox, it. Fox really had the, you know... Fox it's night really and day a, with NBC. It's yeah, night and day. Is, uh, you know, really, I think the biggest thing is Fox has had such a big downturn, you know, since the Pro Invitational Series when when nobody really cared. And, oh, we can just goof off. And, you know, we can just have fun. And then it now they bring it over to the real broadcast and have done it for, you know, three years. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. just not good, you know. As, like we, as much as... It's like they've lacked an identity since DW left. They've lacked yeah. that yeah. certain... They keep trying to replace it with, you know, Jeff Gordon, Clint Boyer, Kevin Harvick. There's, a, there's nothing that replaces something like DW. The they got to move is, on from that. The problem is for me is that Fox has the perfect lineup in their... Like group, and it's it's Mike yeah. Joy, Kevin Harvick, and either Larry Mack or Jamie Mack, one of those two. That would yeah. be or perfect, both. or both, or Could both. Just, yeah, but... just replace Clint yeah. with Jamie and keep Larry. Yeah, Oops. exactly. That'd be perfect. Also, bring Larry back to the track. I don't know why Larry <laughs> well, is not. No, at no, the no. Track. I have a question. So NASCAR told, or Fox or whatever, told Larry to come back to the shop or come back to Charlotte because you know. He needed to be on the broadcast for the cup race. But yeah. I swear to God, he only spoke like one time with 30 to go. No, I didn't 30, 30 seconds. I, I heard like, I think it was like 15 or something. It was, yeah, I didn't Larry, see him at all. Larry only, no, you know, goes on the broadcast. Larry only goes on the broadcast now really late in the race. Where it's, oh, it's Larry's McNuggets or whatever. It wasn't even that. They just like, explained, <laughs> I think they explained like, no, I think they explained like pitch strategy though. That's what it is. I thought they just, like, thought they just explained pitch strategy or something. But no, Aaron, like, not Aaron. Nexus, that's what it's called. Or it's like Larry's really? Nuggets or whatever. Oh yeah, it's like his god. back Nuggets or something like that. Oh my god. I, I Now, I, one thing I, I will give Fox, their new cutaway car, incredibly good. Collins is good. Now, yeah, so the one thing with Fox that I really like is whenever there's a wreck, or there was a wreck, they highlighted the car. Like, you know, like, yeah. oh, pay attention to this car. I like that. I really liked that. Clint highlighted yeah. the car and highlighted who it was. It, I, it... I, I do feel though that like we're getting to a point with Fox where they're just trying everything to make something stick. Yeah. Just anything. Because like yeah. last year they had yeah. that yeah. Uh, that it's that kinda, stage reminds, picker thing. It meant, the way I can uh, kind of or the only thing I can compare it to is NASCAR ignition. Like terrible <laughs> beasts. But a yeah. lot of cool details here and there, but the core of it is bad, yeah. and they need to fix it. Yep. Because look at NBC; their their broadcasts are a lot more simplified, but they're professionally simplified to the point where it's uh, like you know a professional broadcast. Fox has too many details, but a really sucky base, like you said, just to like actually give like a a competent broadcast. So. It's just it's it's so night and day. Like it's insane to think about how bad Fox has become. Considering Fox they were like people that were... would sit back and relax and enjoy an NASCAR race. 
NBC is for the people who want to enjoy a NASCAR race. Yeah, mm-hmm. Fox, Fox is for the casual fan. NBC is more hard, is for the hardcore, you know, watch every week fan. They do a good job of explaining the broadcast like you're explaining it to a new fan while keeping it interesting for a hardcore fan. Yep. Yeah. NBC has that mm-hmm. has that balance. I see. I don't mind it when Fox comes in with like at the start of the year, like the clash and the 500 when, and like a, the first cup races where they're like, so this is how this, this is this, we're going to introduce this. But yeah. then like they do it all the time at every single track. They did it last year, like all the time. And it yeah, kind of like, pissed me off after race like four where I was like, okay, we get it. <laughs> it's every week that they try to introduce things to the new fan. Like Fox, like Fox doesn't understand. We're not stupid. We get it. We know what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. And also, yeah. it's a little, it's a dumb graphics like that. That smaller car that they, Yeah, that they kept playing Pardon. like three or four times during the Xfinity race. Like, how is anyone supposed to take that seriously? It's so just. Not childish. only that, did you see the Ford performance thing? I don't. The, 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 the tweet where it was, it was like, I think 15 to go or 20 to go, and there was. I think it was three or four Ford performance logos at the exact same time on screen on like a Brian Blaney, like on camera or something like that. Yeah, and it was, there was like, there was a Ford performance on the top left corner near the ticker. There was one right above the screen. There was one below where Ryan Blaney was. And it's like, why do you need three of those? Like there's like, you could have just the big one and it's like, yeah. that's yeah. fine. But you just, a- you can't just put, three big logos in our faces. What I found funny was that Wendy's ad with SVG and Suarez that they kept playing. Oh, yeah. Like, they played that with 10 to go. No, 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 no. The best part was the fact that they played it whenever Suarez wrecked out of the Xfinity race, so his car's (laughs) getting pushed back back to the the Wendy's on board, and they're just like, oh, he's playing putt-putt with SVG. (laughs) Yeah, who wins the biggie bag? Yeah, it's so it's so stupid. Fox does not take their broadcast seriously at all. It's just it's so dumb. Just, how many days until NBC comes back? Uh, too many. Uh, yeah. Two hundred days or like a hundred. I don't know. It's June. June. That's all. I think it's Nashville's the first race. So that's like another hundred days yeah. or so. Oh, um, hey, speaking of you know like NASCAR and everything, there's something that didn't get talked about that we didn't put on the list. Um, what about NASCAR saying that next year we expect to be running races in Mexico, Canada, and Southern California. That was pretty cool. I did see that. Yeah, Nexus, you didn't even write that down. What are you doing? I'm sorry. That news came out like two minutes ago. and I No, it didn't. It came out early. I wasn't paying attention. So I would assume that Canada is going to be... It's Montreal. It's definitely Montreal. By the way, quick sidebar, um, 115 days. Okay. Uh, their, first, their first race is Iowa. Okay, oh, so okay. As, a, as a Canadian, by the way, I want to talk about Canada real quick. So oh Montreal, the actual, the actual Montreal like, track, right, is owned by the city of Montreal. So they actually only keep it open because it is public roads when it's not actually being used. So it's a public road. But for like two months a year for June and July – they actually use it as a track. That's why F1, I was like, oh, why doesn't F1 move around in June or like, you know, other months? Because Montreal only has it open for those two months. So what When the NASCAR race was rumored for 2024, it was only going to be like two weeks after the F1. Yeah. Race. So like, what, what, what day is 
Iowa, because I'm pretty sure that's the day Montreal was supposed to be on the schedule, like July Iowa 8th, right? Or June 8th. I think June originally 16th? it was supposed yep. to replace Sonoma's spot, and Sonoma Which was... was supposed to be early in the season. Which, Which, also, Which it should be, because it that track be. is beautiful in the yeah. freaking early I think Sonoma yeah. should be race two of the season. Yeah, no, that'd be something. I think that's especially. Yeah, well, I mean, we, I, we need our play tracks. Yeah. We need. We need to. We need to go from Florida to Atlanta or to Georgia. That's how well, it was for a while. Yeah, Atlanta was the second race for a long time. Honestly, uh, what I remember the most is Phoenix's second race. No, what? I don't know why, Ooh. but that's that's what six is made when Phoenix was the second I race. I don't think it. I don't think it's ever been the second race era. Twenty twelve and twenty thirteen. I know it was. Really? Mm-hmm. Hang on. Nice. Am I going to have to say it again? Oh, God. Don't you dare. Be the first one on, on the, the podcast. Yeah, it would be the first one on the pod. Yep. Hey, go ahead I and fact check that. I'm not saying anything. Well, all I'm going to say is that I'm right. And Nexus needs to stop doubting me. I hate you. <laughs> but, yeah, that, that that's just what sticks out to me. Probably because, you know, my because you're a Jimmy Johnson hours on NASCAR Jimmy, 14. And you're Jimmy Johnson fanboy, and that was whenever he was less relevant. I don't think... I'm sorry. Jimmy was terrible with the freaking 500. He is nowhere. He, he got wrecked on lap 6 and had a damaged car lower race. And? He Priest, has, what do you mean, Priest and? Priest got wrecked, and he was in the freaking lead pack for most of it. Johnson's he was steering down. was at like like forty five degrees to the Nexus, right. Nexus, Nexus. Priest didn't get damage. Yeah, Johnson's steering was destroyed. Yeah, I'd like to just say that that five hundred was ruined for me on lap five because two of my drivers got taken out in that wreck, and they were actually the first two that went spinning. That so. sucks. Maybe cheer for better drivers. Maybe I should. Maybe John Harnimacek should not exist anymore. Ah, uh, yes, John Hunter Nemechek should not hold his line. Did, did, you, did you also... Okay, he, first off, he didn't, but we're not going to get into he that. He did. He Secondly, ran the outside wall. And Kowalski was like, wait, no, is he, he in the outside or the middle? I don't no, know. I'm just going to keep pushing. He was second-guessing that entire corner. He was second-guessing second in three and four. Not on the straightaway where Brad pushed Which him. Which is where... No, he bumped him in three and four, Arrow. He bumped him out of the... Well, well out of the corner between right, turn four it. and the, the right. start-finish line. What was I going to say? I was before I was rudely interrupted. Probably not. Um, oh anything, my not lord. No, smart. oh wait, no. So um on door bumper queer, everyone just started roasting TJ Majors cuz uh he's Brad Spotter. Oh and, yeah, that was funny. Okay, it's funny. And like and like Bubble was like, "Damn, he's the common denominator in a lot of these wrecks cuz a couple years ago whenever the 21 flipped, who wrecked him? Brad." Yeah. Poor, poor Isn't Harrison. TJ Majors Dale Jr. spotter? He was for a long time. I might explain but a few. He things. was Logano spotter for a while. This might explain a lot of things. That's, uh, a, yeah. good That's a good point. TJ Majors, come on the podcast. Yep, please. No, no let me go on DBC for real. Let me go. You fit right in with you him, fit, buddy. You fit right in. Yeah, I was gonna say. How, what is that, what the, is that supposed to be? <laughs> it's actually going to be the first time you fit in anything. <laughs> That's fucking ironic. Goddamn <laughs> slender man. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Anyways, at so, least at least I could reach the top shelf. <laughs> so, um, all right, on to new segment on the podcast. For those of you who don't follow me on Twitter, I do a thing called Paint Scheme of the Week. 
where I go through all three series and sometimes a little bit of bonuses, and I give you my personal favorite paint scheme of that week. Now, on the podcast, you're going to get a little bit extra. I could post it on Twitter. I usually post those on Tuesdays. The podcast usually comes out on Friday, so you're going to know who my paint schemes of the week are. But I'm going to do my least favorite paint schemes as well. And so I'm just going to get my uh, favorite paint schemes out of the way first because I've already done those. So my favorite Arca is going to be a bonus. I actually didn't tweet this out, because, and then people got mad at me because I didn't do Arca paint scheme of the week. So I'm doing it on the podcast. Thank you, Gavin. Gavin. Come on the podcast, please. But, um, no, so my favorite Arca paint scheme of the week. This is just going to become an Arca, like, news outlet podcast. I swear to God. Probably will, in all honesty. But, anyways, my favorite Arca paint scheme of the week is the Christian Rose 32 West Virginia Tourism card. And before you guys say anything, let's be brutally honest here. Those are the best looking. I don't love cars. the one the from th- Daytona. The third Nexus, the thirty car. That's all I have to say. Not the. Not the I disagree. That car. I don't is know just what any fine. of the Arca cars look like. I just remember the thirty-two with white numbers in a scheme that really didn't need white numbers. Eric, I, I need realized. you to look at the thirty car. I think it's like the Ford, like the Rhett Jones racing car, but instead of like yellow mountains, it's purple. Real quick. Real quick, that's the Penske font, right? Huh? The 30 car. This is very good for an audio podcast. Yeah. Um, but no, at, I, I, I might be West Virginian, but I know good Penske. And that car is great. The only thing to do in I your entire it. state is to look at a bridge. <laughs> the one singular and party. And, um, yeah. so, so, Drugs. and then my favorite, um, all right, oh, anyway, <laughs> that was messed up. That was a messed up joke. We've lost the West my Virginia bad. audience, by the way. So, you're, you're the, the only, only person from West Virginia. West Virginia with <laughs> you're the only person from West Virginia. Shut up. Anyways, so for, um, trucks, my favorite paint scheme from trucks was the number 77 Bama Buggies car driven by Chase Purry. That fair. car. It, that truck That's is fair. beautiful. It's, a, it's 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 pretty much what you'd expect. It's a nice red and black scheme, and it's on Bolt's design. And Bolt's is the best designer in NASCAR right now. Or no. uh, I partially agree. I, I agree. I think I think Aero Racing Design is the best designer in NASCAR. Yep, definitely. Didn't he Not make that ugly that ugly Frontline Thirty Eight? Oh. oh, you mean the scheme of the year? Yay. <laughs> I don't know. Anyways. No, nah, actually, it probably wasn't my favorite Todd scheme, though, like, unironically. Anyway. Yeah, it was actually my favorite Todd scheme. Um, but, um, my favorite Xfinity car was the Sammy Smith Pilot Flying J number 8. That forward skewed 8 car was beautiful. I'm so glad that they it's switched to the forward skewed so 8. so nice. I love it. I can't wait for the Allstate car. That car's going to be fucking amazing. Yeah. Actually, uh, that yeah. may not run, because I think the only race that's ever run is uh, Road America, and that's not on the schedule. You, you've just broken... No, it my... ran it. The Allstate scheme ran it uh, Portland, I think. Did it? Okay. I think so. Well, maybe we'll see it there. Yeah, I'll check it. Um, but my fa- And my favorite cup scheme was the number 60 car, Drew. 
written by David because I am a sucker for those for those blue and like that teal chrome numbers and just that build submarines cars. Amazing font was amazing and everything about it's amazing. Also, um, to real quick back to Sammy real quick. Um, he he drove it at Texas. Okay. So we'll we'll probably see it again then. But I love it. It's such a good paint scheme, and I can't wait to see. Uh, hopefully, Reagan get some good more, couple more run good runs in it. I really hope Stage sixty becomes like a really big thing. I hope it becomes the third Roush car, honestly, because that car's beautiful. Need Cam Waters in that car. Need Thomas Randall in that car. Anyways, yep. on to um, the worst, my least favorite. This is no doubt. This is no way trying to disrespect the people who designed these paints. This is just my personal opinion. Now that we got that out of the way, the worst art car is the AJ Minter 88 car. That red checkered flag thing is awful. And I don't like it. It's just bad. Anyway, I what it looks like so far I enough. sent it to the chat. Anyways, um... The uh, worst truck car or tr- truck car. That's almost the Dale Jr. <laughs> font. Oh, it it is almost the D- Dale Jr. font. It's chrome numbers too, on yellow and red. The worst truck from the seat from the Daytona race. This might be a bold take. The forty-five truck driven Johnny Sauter. This is a no doubt. This is in no way uh, me being biased towards Johnny Sauter. It's just uh-huh. bad. It's just a yeah, very bland, boring paint scheme that really has no identity, which is one thing that I think the Nice 45 has done a really good thing since it became a full-time car, is it's had a good identity. Like, even in 2017, when they were pretty much just unsponsored, they always ran those American flag cars with the neon right. Now they've went to these kind of boring paint schemes, and it's kind of breaking my heart because Nice is one of my favorite teams in trucks. But so, they do have one of the best truck schemes with the forty-two. That is true. That is very true. But that's the only one that's really stood out to me for Nice this year. Anyways, the worst Xfinity car is a car that didn't make the race. Uh, the thirty-eight car driven by um, C.J. McLaughlin. I have no I, I have no words for this paint. It's just ew. Like this random stars on the side, the everything. It's just ugly. I hate it. Anyways. It's Ryan Daly too, and Ryan Daly made some of my favorite cup cars. Like whenever he was at Starcom, that was like the peak. That was whenever Landon ran his best paint schemes was when he was at Starcom. And then occasionally a little bit with the lefty stuff. But, like, Starcom was, like, the peak. Like, that was one of his best paint schemes. And now he, and I'm kind of like, oh, that's depressing. Anyways, my least favorite cup car. This might get me some hate, but I'm 100% standing by it. John Hernandez car, or Dollar Tree car. Why would that get hate? That's, like, the obvious opinion. It is so unbelievably ugly. It reminds me of that Byron Relay car from last year, which was the worst scheme of last year. Nope. I don't want your opinion on it. I know you're wrong. Z car was ten times worse, but That's all right. That's incorrect. Z car was ten times worse, but all right. Um, but it's just so 
boring. Like, if they would have done, like, there's one thing they could have done to fix this paint scheme. And I don't know why they did it. Why did they make the green, like, the green parts so faded? Like, if they would have just made those bright green, and, like, the Dollar Tree logo's white and the number white, it would look pretty good, if I, at least I think. But the fact that it's just faded green, and it just looks so boring. And the numbers are green, and it's gr- like dark green on a green kind of background on white. It's just ugly. I don't like it. I hate it. I would go far to say I hate this paint scheme. But the Dollar General, or the God damn it, Family Dollar Car is running this week. At least from the renders that Brendan Droppa put out, I much rather prefer that over Jones. So I can't. I kind of am excited to see what it looks like on track, but. From the render that Brendan Droppa put out, it looks amazing. The render on the NASCAR website looks awful, so we'll have to wait and see. But yes, so those are my paint schemes of the week and my research paint schemes of the week. Thank you all for listening. Now on to some NASCAR news. We've went through review. Let's go to the news. Starting off with probably some very, very massive news, at least in my opinion. Uh, Carson Quapple driving for JRM at Martinsville. Phenomenal. Now, idea now, now Carson Quapple, for those who don't know, is the son of Travis, a former truck champion, NASCAR driver, 2010's underdog extraordinaire. Carson Quapple is the current car champion. He won the car car last year, right? Uh, yes. Yeah. Uh, he won last yeah. two years, I think. Yeah, he's I, the he current. He won't be winning it this year. Well, no, I definitely no, I mean, Trayton, Trayton. Trayton is so winning the Cars Tour Championship. Just watch. Anyways. It's actually going to be... I don't actually know. No, it's going to be Cars Butterbean. Butterbean. What? Butterbean. Butterbean. I really want it to be Brendan Queen. Please. That's another guy who should try to get on the podcast. Brendan <laughs> Queen. Anyways. So, um, that car is one of the most... Or that, that idea is genuinely perfect because Carson is such a fast driver. He is driving for debatably the best team makes Fanny at the best short track. And he's probably the best short track driver that they have since Josh Berry. And he's also what? 18. He's like 21 or 22 or something. Is he that old? Really? Carson Quapple. Yeah. Uh, Let me fact check. Carson. I don't think he's all that young though. He's uh, 20. 20. That's 20, okay. May 22nd, 2003. So 21 this year. Yeah. Anyways. I'm, I'm no. glad they put him there. He deserved it. I assume he's probably going to get the full-time seat whenever a ride would open up. I mean, it's pretty stable right now. Yeah, that's the problem. Like, the, unless Sam decides to go up the cup, but that's... Because Junior has always been okay with letting his driver go if he means he gets a better opportunity. Yeah. So he, Carson could go to somewhere like a, a colleague. Because mm-hmm. if SVG is going to move up to Cup in 2025, like his plan is, the seat would open up a colleague. Mm-hmm. Um, or, or if Josh William up, underperforms. Yeah. You end up at Gibbs. Mm-hmm. I think any top team would want him. Yeah, I think our swap yeah. was a very, very good prospect. I cannot wait to see this debut. He fin- he ran a truck race last year. He ran at Bristol, and he was phenomenal. He finished 12th. Um, 
he's ran a couple. Uh, he ran Kansas and for in ARCA. He finished second. Just a very, very good driver. The only car too. on the lead lap besides uh, Connor Mosack. Connor Mosack. Connor Mosack. I forgot about that. Two time, two time car store champion. Very, very good driver. Has a great. I think from what I've seen, he has a really good personality. But I just can't. I cannot wait to see what he can do in that eighty-eight car. I hope he wins it because that'd be insane. That'd be cool. As long as he, as long as he allegedly doesn't beat his girlfriend, I think he's fine. Okay. His dad. That was okay. Okay. That was a thing to say, Bob. Damn it! I know. All right, we're not getting anyone on this fucking podcast, are we? Nope. Anyway, hey, I said allegedly. I said allegedly. Anyways, no, I'm very excited for this. I want. What's his sponsor? Bass Pro. Uh, it'll probably be Bass Pro. Yeah. Um, Maybe iRacing. Mm, yeah, that's true. true. Oh, I so, saw. Speaking of iRacing, I saw a uh, Brett Griffin tweet tweet like yesterday that if iRacing doesn't sponsor William Byron, it'd be the biggest fail in marketing like ever. It I'm really so would sure be. Yeah, I am too. But anyways, so I have like one quick question: Is Pluto coming back? I have no idea. Because like he like like he's been at that team now where he was for like three years for the road courses. It doesn't really make sense. What's Super doing in twenty twenty four in the Brazilian GT series? Um, Yeah, that's true. Because I know he that's where the brand partnership came from yeah but like he's been running part-time in that in the 88 since well the eight and they ran the 88 since 21 so i think it'd just be kind of weird to just end that partnership so suddenly especially with that that brant's still a big sponsor of him of course he really hasn't done much and i think that's like very, I think he's at. I've like never. I've been so disappointed in what he's been doing in that '88 car, so it wouldn't shock me. But it's still kind of weird to me that there's been no announcement about it. Yeah, it looks like he's still partnered with Bryant. So. Yeah, I mean, maybe he's just going full time. Why does his? Oh, his. I I clicked on career on his website, and it. I thought it. I saw an F1 picture, and I thought, why does his website have an F1 picture on its background? But it just brought me to a driver database. Oh my god. Anyway. Oh my god. Anyways. Miguel Paluto has had some of the wor- worst crashes in truck series history. Yeah. No, that, oh yeah. That uh, big hit at Daytona in twenty twelve. And then that bit, that flip over at Day again in twenty thirteen. It's weird that he had three seasons in full time in trucks. Mm-hmm. But Yeah. But yeah, so no. I mean, but anyways, back to the uh, original topic at hand. I'm very excited for Carson Quapple. I can't wait to see what that kid can do. I think he's going to potent. I think he has a shot to win it. So, yeah. Anyways, um, next part of news, another Xfinity Series news. Uh, Frankie Munez and Joey Gase partner up. They're going to be, I think it's Munez Gase Motorsports. Gase, Gase Munez. Is it Gase like, Munez? I think it is. Yeah. Okay. Um, it's Once weird. again, another very exciting thing, in my opinion. In my opinion, Frank's had the weirdest career trajectory ever from any motorsport. Because he was a child actor 
on Malcolm of the Malcolm in the Middle. You know, a very very popular Malcolm TV the- show. Yeah, said that. Anyway, a very very popular TV show. Then steps away from acting, goes racing in the Florida Atlantic series. Ran local well, like Formula Four, I yeah. don't believe. Yeah, I think I don't know. Then goes back to acting. Then randomly two years ago says, I want to go Arca racing. Gets Larry Jones ride full time last year, becomes Agent Cody Highbanks, which is still my favorite nickname ever. Um and now is a part owner of an Xfinity team where he will be running. Maybe full time. If you can uh, tell definitely if, odd. If you can tell me someone who's had a hilarious. more weird career trajectory than that, I will give you money. No, I won't. Don't tell me that. Give me actually, money. Give me money. I'm not going to tell you. That. I I will say I'm. I already had spent some money on a. I might because that bet nearly turned out to be uh, proven. But I still have faith in my bet. So I'm sticking with speaking it. Speaking of Jordan that, Creed will win multiple races in 2024. So speaking of that, what happened? Because Creed was there, had a chance. Probably, you know, wasn't going to pass Hill, but had a chance. Why did he just leave? He let off. Austin Hill is cheating with his super boost. <laughs> Fair enough. No, okay, I will say this: you all can hate him all you want because you are Creed super fans. Austin Hill winning three in a row Daytona is really impressive. No, it, it is. is Nobody, yeah. no, like, no one has doubted that. Like, like that, that, like is that is, He's like, just extremely insufferable. Like that's like ever since he's been at RCR, who's the go-to guy at Super Speedways? I'm gonna post the Hitler is Austin dead Hill. meme every time Austin Hill wrecks. Okay. Oh my God. No, it's a meme. Oh my God! It's literally people reading a mm-hmm. newspaper that just says Hitler is dead. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Anyways, unpopular opinion. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> now, now I will say this is probably the one race where I think he should not have won. There's a driver that should have won. It's Riley Herbst. Well, Sheldon Creed. No, Sheldon Ry- Creed. No, Riley Herbst. Riley Herbst. Even lead a I don't think... Did Riley Herbst even lead a lap? He led like yeah, he did. He, he led, led like most. most of the se- he led the most of the second half of the race. The second half, that's not the like most he, of the race. He and Cole, he and Cole were hooked up. The, I don't think I've like, like a couple. So last Hold year, on, around, so last year before Vegas, we were like talking. Me and Arrow always said like, it'd be different if Riley showed something, like ever. Like he just never showed that he could win a race. Then Jesse he, led the most laps, by the way. Did he? Did he? Did he? Okay. Oh, that's cool. It, it was Jesse Love. It was Jesse Love, Ryan Sieg, Ryan Ellis, Austin Hill, Riley Herbst. Riley Herbst led eight laps. Okay, fair enough. That's I mean, kind of weird because it, it felt longer. It is a play. It, well, I think the reason it felt longer is because he was leading. He was leading like that pack, but he wasn't leading the race. Technically, That's because, true. Because there was right that pack of like there was that pack of like three that didn't pit yet, and one of them was Natalie Decker who led like that seven is, laps. That is right. That is actually a question. Wait, wait, hold on, hold on. I'm looking at Racing Reference right now. It has Jeb Burton listed as a non-full-time driver. What? That's hilarious. So, like, you know, you know how like it doesn't count like points for the guys who are you know in a different series aren't declared points. They have Jeb Burton not declared for points. Huh. That's weird. 
But no, like I, I will say, like me now, like I'm kind of getting on the Ryan Herbst bandwagon. It's he's been fun. He this was the first race other than Vegas though. Like he has shown me, like, hey, this guy can go out and dominate because he was really fast this weekend, and then he got a penalty and still finished sixth. It's insane. Well, I, that's why but, I said fucking NASCAR. But any but. Anyways, lucky dog um, recipients. Then oh, never mind. I I miss when they called it the lucky dog. Side note, I miss when they called it, it the too. lucky dog. I miss errands actually. I miss actually, I whenever miss... overtime was a uh, was called green white checkered. I just miss FWR. I miss credit one bank. I miss it, credit one bank. I just miss M. I just I miss, miss M- DC Solar. <laughs> okay. I just miss MW. Everything that has to do with MWR. That team was so good, and then I missed teams that cheated. Anyways, <laughs> anyways, um, next news, and probably the weirdest news. It came out today when we're recording this. It's so odd. Derek Krause is going cup racing, guys. Yeah, that's, that's weird. That is insane. Very strange. I want to know how the hell Jesse Love led thirty-four laps. Uh, he led the entire first stage. Oh, okay, that makes sense. He led every lap in the first stage. Because well, he had yeah, Austin Hill blocking for him. Uh, Austin Hill. But Derek Krause isn't cup ready. No, like, no, no, he's not. He's, oh, he's only he's we're gonna he's find only that 21, out. right? Like, he's only 21 year. years old, right? But he has like five Xfinity starts. Yeah. Like, Actually, Arrow, it's like the, seven. He also Dude. has a stage win. <laughs> But he's actually I mean, pretty good. You just gotta watch. Nothing for McAnally and Trey. Now the only reason he got that stage win okay, is okay, okay, they okay, did like no, five no, laps. No, 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 no. We're not gonna start with that. He was. We're not gonna start with that. Yeah, we were not gonna start with that. What are we not starting with? I'm not talking to you. I'm talking to Arrow. No, we're, I, I want to know what we're not starting because I want to start things. Kraus did nothing with McAnally and Trucks. He did. He, he didn't. He almost He's, won like two races. He almost won almost. like five races. Almost. Do you know who won races? He almost won like five races in three seasons. Or Christian Eck has won four races in one season. Now, the only yeah, race okay. that I know of that like that I remember blatantly that he really should have won was that Darlington race. I don't remember what year. I think it was his rookie year. He twenty twenty. It was the yeah. one Ben won. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, the one he should have won. He was yeah, he was no he was but, faster. Like, but Arrow, to be brutally honest with you, that team was brand new whenever he went there. And why does and, he get worse okay. every year? What? And why does he get worse every year? He didn't. He, he did. That's not lie. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I like, do not lie. Well, sophomore slumps exist. Okay, what about his third year slump? He, he was back. He still bro's finished trying, bro, points. This is like the Tyler Ankrum people who like think Tyler Ankrum is still competent. Like this is it's the same thing. But like that's the thing though is that like I can't he was wait. a rookie. Like this, this is like his first years. These were got, his first years. Yeah, Eckes has been in trucks for what five years now at this point. Uh, for four trucks for the same it, amount of time and like three and like yeah, but two yeah, of but, those years were full time, right? Or three. Yeah, because he wasn't full-time All but one. Okay, so three full-time years. So, yeah, him and... So, yeah. Yeah, but that's the thing. what you're talking about. But that's the thing. is like Krause was building oh that God. team up, and then he got kicked, and then... Oh, his... my Lord. Right. This guy has... Missing the playoffs with no way. This is the same guy who thinks Landing Castle built the JRM program and not Mark I, Martin. I have <laughs> never said that. 
And Mark yeah, Mark, okay, buddy. It is okay, buddy. He had no excuses with McAnally. He should have won races. And then Ekus goes out, and he's immediately a championship contender. There is no excuse for that for Ekus. Anyways, for, uh, whatever. Well, now he's the veteran. Now he's the veteran driver at 22 years old. Oh wait, I forgot. Kraus ran like a couple races in the 11 at the end of the year last year. Actually, mm-hmm. let's not forget, guys. Derek Kraus has Cup experience. He does. He ran a practice session at Richmond. Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> yeah. No, I. But like, I. I just think it's weird because like the kid isn't that much. Like he's a he's a pretty good driver in my opinion. But not cup ready. He's ran three full time truck seasons, a couple fanny starts, and now is just getting forced into cup. I mean, Cully kind of just does that with their drivers. That's true. So, I mean, just, they kinda, just, they're doing it with Josh Williams. They've, they're kind of doing it with uh, Justin Haley. They're kind of just doing it with when, everyone they've got. Justin Haley is no longer in that team. But you know what? I'm saying, like, as in what Colleague does. <laughs> That's just a thing colleague does. They just push their drivers that's up true. a series. No, it's just but it's just weird. Like that's my thing. It's like it's just really weird that he's already making cup starts. Like because like I was like I'm probably not in the minority here. Whenever he didn't get a full time ride at Colleague, I was kinda shocked. I was like, dang, they seem to be pretty invested in him. But well, he's then, a test driver and everything, but I think with yeah, Shane and Josh, driver. they kind of just like, oh, well, we ran out of space. Yeah, but then, but then they go out and put him in a cup car. I'm like, what? What are we doing? Might as well give him. I mean, might as well give him seat time. That's true. What race does anyone know? I know he's running Vegas. I don't, I don't well, remember. I think Vegas, Vegas is the only one confirmed. I think. Okay. It's just so weird, though. I. Part of who wants to see him go out and like do like something crazy, like somehow he just go. outperforms Hemrick in every race. That'd be pretty One funny. That'd be hilarious. fucking hilarious. That would be so fun. I know it's not gonna I happen. I pray on that. I pray know. that happens. It's you pray. It's I'm pray. pray. I'm praying on Daniel Hemrick's downfall. All right. <laughs> it's gonna be it's so terrible. weird. I can't. I can't wait for. I just. I'm excited. I can't wait to see that paint scheme. That's one thing I'm really excited for. <gasps> If it's the T Roosevelt car, I'm gonna scream. That car is, oh my please, god, that car is beautiful. Please, I want that so uh, that'd be fantastic. All right, how much more we got? Uh, we oh. only at land predictions. Okay, okay, okay. So, um, I guess we're going to do trucks first. Hold on, let me bring up my 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 chart. This is why you need to be prepared, Arrow. Come on. We are prepared. I just haven't had the thing up in a while. I am prepared. I just haven't prepared yet. Okay. All right. I got my pick. Yeah. So um, I guess I'll start. So my pick for Atlanta is Nick Sanchez. Now, I know he won last week, but... All right. Why did he get so quiet? I don't know. You said I, Nick Sanchez. I don't know. He got really quiet. Anyways, I think uh, Sanchez will. Um, I think he'll win this week because, in my opinion, like I, I was kind of iffy on like what would happen. Like it's either he's going to win one race and he's going to never win, not win for the rest of the season, or he's going to win one race and then just go off. I think he's going to go off. So I think Nick Sanchez will win this weekend at Atlanta. 
Right. Yes, the plate champ, the plate master, plate master Nick Sanchez. Real. Yeah, so I have uh, I have Ben Rhodes winning in Atlanta. I don't really have an explanation behind it. I just feel like it's going to happen. We need to get the obligatory. He's also he, he's just he's just the destroyer of dreams, and he also just randomly wins one race early on, and then does nothing it for the rest of the year. So. And then wins the championship somehow. Uh, Jesse, you go next. Oh no, I'm looking for. Hold on, I'm trying to look at things. I can't find it. What the hell? Probably you go next. Huh? Oh, uh, I got Lane Riggs. No really real reason why. Just you know, it's Atlanta. Plate race. Anything can happen. Anything can happen. I mean, Ben Rose is probably going to win somehow next week. So you know. Fair enough. All right. Anyways, um. I have Corey Heim. You know, he's won at Atlanta before. Got his first truck win at Atlanta. So, I think he, you know, repeats success. Damn it. Repeats success. his first truck win in Atlanta. Yep, 51 car. I remember the Gateway one more. Wait, who? Corey Heim. Oh, yeah. I have such a weird thing with that, because for some reason, like, so, you know, like, when you remember one thing, and, you know, it's like, but, like, it's opposite. Not like, I don't know what I'm saying. Like, you remember one thing, but it's like a different time in a different place. Like, you remember one thing to happen way before than the other? Yes. Yeah. I remember that Atlanta race being 2021. Like, the one that Heim won. That's what I remember. Because I remember, because I know I missed that Atlanta race, but I missed it for a different reason. I can't remember why I missed that, the Atlanta race Heim won. I know I missed the one that Bill Lester drove in 21, which is still oh, the biggest yeah. thing ever. I remember I missed that one because I was going to go get my COVID shot. So I always think, like, in my mind, it's like... You just was... pissed off every Republican Nexus. I just hope you know that. Oh, I've... I... No! The NASCAR-centric podcast is pissing oh. off Republicans. Oh, God. <laughs> womp, anyway. womp! Anyway, but like, but like I always remember like the fifty one. Like I, I always remember twenty twenty one Atlanta before the plate track. So that's what messes with my head a little bit. I don't even remember who won that race. It's just always been like Corey in my head, and I'm like, wait, no, it's I not. Want to say it was probably like Kyle Busch or something. Probably. It's probably why it was, I think it, was that. it was Matt Crafton. Oh yes, yeah, no, Matt Crafton, known for winning races outside of twenty twenty in the last ten years. For five years yep. or whatever it was. He's going to win uh, five races this year. Just that, watch. You see, that might be why. Because it was, it was a 51 truck, so maybe that's why. But, no. It's just really weird to me that like that's how I think. It's like, I think, hey, I'm one in 2021, and I was taking my COVID shot. But no, it's 2022. I was yeah. probably doing something else. Anyways. You damn sissy liberal, why are we getting COVID shot? Oh, no, I know where I was. Never mind. I know exactly where I was. Anyways, um, wait, Jesse, did you get your pretty... again? Oh, huh? yeah, you, he put Heim. That's how this whole Heim conversation started. You're Arrow. right. Get your head in the game. Heim time. Anyways, he's Jesus Louises, man. My Xfinity prediction will be Josh Williams. I think he's going to get a good redemption arc after Daytona because he was just kind of nowhere. And he wrecked out stage one, right? Isn't Atlanta? Isn't Atlanta also the race where he parked it? And, and he parked 
get on the front. I want to see that so bad. Trust the script. Trust the freaking script. That's all I'm going to say. I'll trust anything you say. Alright, is it my turn now? Yes. Alright, I'm going boring again. Um, Austin Hill goes back yeah, to back. Well, not yeah, but I agree. I think that Mr. Um, the, 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 the H. Idler wins his second race of the season. That's crazy. You should not be able to say this on a podcast. Actually, you know, I didn't while. say it. I didn't say Speaking it. I Austin didn't Hill. say it. I'm looking at last week. The poll winner, both stage winners, and the race winner was all RCR. Yep. Oh my. Oh my. Wait that. a minute. I just also real real something. Their names start with the same initials. Oh no! It makes sense. Oh no. my god. Anyway. Adolf Hitler, Austin Hell. Yeah, okay. you're right. Let, let's just get on to our. Uh, I'm gonna. So, Bob, what's your Xfinity predict? Prediction. Uh, my Xfinity prediction is Sam Mayer for no real reason. Uh, just yeah, that's about it. He's also pretty, you know, good. Obviously, last year showed that, and I hope he can, you know, continue this streak of whatever the hell he just turned it on as soon as he won. I don't know He's what the, the hell happened. But... Justin Allgaier. He's insanely good under pressure. Yeah. Well, it, well, his first win was you know him crumbling under pressure until everyone else also crumbled under pressure until he, including everyone. Everyone crumbled under pressure, but you know he crumbled the least under pressure. So there, yeah. there we go. But uh, yeah, Nexus. What? You already made your pick. I am so out of order. Golly, Eric, your pick. Uh, I said I agreed with you, and I picked Austin Hill. Okay, then okay. we're done with Xfinity. All right, man, we are so in order tonight. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Right. I think it's because you guys are Jesse, tired. Nexus, Jesse, Bob, me. I am very tired. Okay. I need to go to bed. Um, so I, I'm uh, the only for, not tired person here, apparently. I'm not. Cup, I'm good. I have, um, old Bill Byron, um, going back to back. All right. So yeah, I think Byron, I mean, Byron won the first ever Atlanta play race. So you know. He has experience at that track. That's He's the only thing. cup driver with actually, two. That's not true. Atlanta. It was actually Corey Heim. That's why I said first Atlanta plate race cup. Okay. I'm not right. sure if I did or not. I'm just all right. all right. All right. I made this pick last year, and it was right. So I had to double down on it. It's become a tradition at this well, point. Well, it was closest. It was closest. Um, I picked Corey LaJoy. Because, for some reason, he just decides to become Dale Sr. at Atlanta. I, I don't know why, but he he does. It's insane. I still don't think I've ever been that heartbroken after after a race after LaJoy got wrecked by Elliot. Oh, no, no doubt. I was, too. I was, ups- I was very upset. But, uh, Your yeah, liberal I'm... tears give me uh, satisfaction, Jesse. <laughs> Anyway, uh, I picked Christopher Bell, a.k.a. Christopher Clutch. That's what I'm calling him now. It's my nickname. No, I, uh, no, I the, can't stand this guy. It's the best nickname out no, of anything. It's it's, yes, it is. Christopher C. Bush. Bell. C. Bell. C. Bell kind of stinks, can't lie. I think Christopher Clutch is better. Anyway, you think he's going to win because I said so, and I'm better than all of your predictions, and this is why I won all of them last season. I didn't win a single one, but, you know. I'm better. That's it. Uh, and then for Cup, I have Chase Elliott. 
Ew. winning. I've been winning Most his first boring race. Boring winner. Very boring. I have winning his first race since 2022. And uh, his only win of 2024. Wow. At Atlanta. Wow. Oh, okay. Yep. So. All right. Oh, yeah. Chase so, fans have already left the podcast. Oh, they they left after episode one, buddy. We don't have any. I don't know if anyone's been here since episode one. Nobody's been tons. here this whole time. What are you talking about, guys? We get forty-five million viewers per podcast. How are you guys talking about? That's yeah. so true. Anyway, Nexus. Anyways, anyways. All right, uh, that is another episode of the Restart Zone podcast. Thank you all so much for listening. Um, to this uh, midnight edition, I am still very, very tired. I'm still it's not midnight yet. It's eleven. And I'm still probably going to stay up till like twelve o'clock. So, um, yeah. So, uh, thank you all so much for listening. I have been next combat. This is this has been Jesse Jones. Hey, you got it right this time. I got yeah. it right this time. I'm that sleep deprived that I don't want to. I don't want to piss him off. So. Um, I will Arrow remember Ra- next week. No, definitely not. <laughs> Arrow Racing Design. <laughs> and bad. And John. Robert Yates is uh, Bubble Boy. I fucking hate this guy. Anyways, thank you all so much for listening. I hope you all, all right. had a good time. I've had a pretty decent time recording this, even though I'm sleep deprived. Thank you remember, all. So- what? Remember if. If someone tells you the government wouldn't do that, <laughs> oh yes, they will. Stay hydrated. That's how we're ending this podcast. Good night, everybody. Oh. Uh... <laughs>